Welcome to The Next Big Thing, Unearthing Local Australian Artists, a podcast by radio broadcaster and producer Isaac Henry, dedicated to showcasing the talent of local music artists. Each episode, we'll bring you interviews with up-and-coming musicians who are making waves in the local music scene. From indie rock to hip-hop, we cover a wide range of genres and styles to give listeners a taste of the diverse local music landscape. Our guests will share their stories and experiences, providing insights on what it takes to make it as a breakthrough musician. Whether you're a music enthusiast or just looking for new artists to discover, Next Big Thing is the perfect podcast for you. Join us as we shine a light on the emerging talent across the Australian landscape and the stories behind the music. Hello, hello, and welcome to Next Big Thing, a PBAFM 89.7 radio broadcast. I'm your host, Isaac Henry. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're diving into the rise of a young musical prodigy who's been making waves down under. At just 21 years old, singer-songwriter Budra has taken the Australian music scene by storm. Fresh off the heels of his brilliant new single, Therapy, and a tour alongside the global sensation Ed Sheeran, Budra is composed to make his mark on one of the most iconic stages in the world, the Sydney Opera House, during the mesmerising Vivid Live Festival. Hailing from New South Wales, Budra was immersed in a family where music and faith were equally cherished. His music, a captivating fusion of soul, gospel, R&B and contemporary pop, reflects the rich tapestry of his influences. Guided by the experienced hand of singer-songwriter Matt Corby, Budra's musical journey took flight, catapulting him to the top of the charts with his Triple J topping debut single Missing You in 2021. And now, with his latest offering, the groundbreaking R&B pop crossover therapy, Budgera is posed to elevate his music to unprecedented heights, and we're all invited to witness this coronation of a rising musical legend. So, join us as we delve deeper into Budgera's incredible journey and his music. Budgera, welcome to the show, mate. Hey, thanks for having me. Congratulations on uh, the success of your song, Therapy. It's currently in the top 20 on the Australian radio charts. It recently hit number 12 on National Shazam charts and was added to Spotify's major playlist, Hot Hits. Wow. How does it feel knowing that your music is doing so well at such a young age? Oh, it's pretty It's pretty crazy. I never would have thought that I'd get to this place at all as a young kid. Yeah. Um, so even, like, just having my song on the radio is still, like, still mind-blowing to me. Um, and to be in the top 20 on the radio, that's it. Like, it's insane. Excellent. And it would be remiss of me not to mention that you are also a recipient of a couple of ARIA awards, uh, namely ARIA Music Award for Breakthrough Artists and ARIA Music Award for Best Soul and R&B Release. What an incredible achievement. Yeah. You must be so wrapped. Oh, man. yeah, I am. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, same thing as before. Like, I never ever thought about it. Like, I just come from a little small beach town. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's pretty insane. Now, you recently finished supporting Ed Sheeran on his national tour across Australia, including those record-breaking shows at the MCG. What was that experience like, and what did you gain most from that experience? Oh, it was, it was like the most fun I've ever had in my life, um, going on the road with Mr. Sheeran. Um, yeah. it, it was pretty crazy um, to think that I get to be a part of the biggest tour ever in Australian history. Yeah. Um, over a million tickets, you know, the MCG. Wow. Was the, that was the most tickets ever sold um, in this country, 108,000, I think, which the, that's the most anyone's ever done, and that was the biggest for Ed Sheeran himself to do that many tickets. And uh, my name is on that poster too for that show, so I feel, like, super honoured to be a part of it. And um, yeah. it was just, like, 
it was just an incredible experience overall and um, really fun. Did you guys catch up after the show? Yeah, I, we spoke a couple times. Um, yeah. I think not as much as what everyone thinks. Everyone thinks um, there was a lot of talking and hanging out, but when you got a show that massive and the production, um, no one really sits down backstage. Yeah. Um, everyone is so kind. Mr. Sheeran is um, one of the loveliest people I've ever met. Yeah. Now, you're set to perform at the Sydney Opera House on May 31st this year. What does that mean to you and how are you preparing for that performance? Oh, I was just talking to my music director today earlier earlier about the show. Yeah. Um, that's our next one we got coming up in. Um, you know, as a singer to perform at the Opera House, um, that's like the place to sing, eh, as a singer. So I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. So yeah. I'm making sure I'm sticking to my techniques and make sure I'm singing good because it is the Opera House. And I, I got something very special for that show, um, for Vivid. Um, I've been waiting two years to do this show because it was, I was meant to do it a couple, I was meant to do it two years ago. Yeah. And um, it was, it was cancelled because of COVID. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm very excited for this one. I'm sure you'll smash it, mate. Now, your music has been described as a blend of R&B, soul and pop. How did you develop your unique sound and who are some of your biggest musical influences? Um, well, I grew up in church. Um, all my family are musicians and they were in the church band, all my uncles and aunties and both my parents. And uh, yeah, so I guess one of the key influences was gospel music Yeah. Um, and listening to singers like Aretha Franklin and Sam Cooke, ones that come from the gospel, like that gospel background um, are related to them and... Um, I take a lot from listening to them, but um, my family listen to a, like a very wide range of music. Um, you know, some listen to reggae, and yeah. um, my mum's family loves country music, and um, you know, my cousins love listening to hip hop and R and B. Um, and I, I really enjoy listening to R and B music like Lauryn Hill and uh, Destiny's Child. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I get um, the R and B influence. Um, and yeah. Now, Budra, you'd be happy to know that my first ever radio show that went to air here at PBAFM, the first song that was top of my playlist was actually Stranger Love, which is still one of my absolute favourites. Uh, what was it like wow. collaborating with Aussie Act for now? Oh, it's pretty crazy. Um, I wrote the song Stranger Love with um, Joel Quartermain from Eskimo Joe. Um, wow. He came to my home and we wrote this song. It was originally a ballad. Um, so if you take away all the, the dance beat and everything and just yeah. imagine like violins, that's what the song was originally. Same melody and everything, but um, it was very smooth and felt very slow and um, pretty. And then somehow Nick Littlemore from Penal heard the track and yeah. they said, we want to flip it, um, make it into a dance. He can hear it as a dance banger. Yeah, so um, cool. I remember the email said dance banger was like, that was the word. And um, I said, go for it. Um, and, you know, that's how the song ended up as it is. And it was it was one of my first um, collaborations with another artist. And I, I thought it was so much fun. Now, your music videos often feature striking visuals and creative storytelling. Can you walk us through your process for creating a music video? And how do you, how do you collaborate with directors and other creatives? Well, when I make a music video, I think um, of, like, the lyrics in the song. What's the story? Um, yeah in the in the song in the lyrics and then i you know i brainstorm ideas how can we tell the story visually so um i guess the most recent one for my song therapy um it's me in a therapist's office 
which is kind of obvious, but, you yeah. know, the story of the song, the, the music video is just meant to help people understand the deeper meaning in the song. Um, so what, like, if, you know, you might not get it by listening to the song, but, you know, it's like yeah. watching a movie, I guess. You know, you can see that I want people to be able to see what I'm singing um, just as much as what they're hearing, you know? Mm, your side of the story, more so, yeah. Yeah. As an artist, your soulful and timeless track, Ready for the Sky, um, contains the lyrics, You ain't ever clip these wings, not gonna walk over me, which seems to signal your strong determination and quiet ambition. How has your perseverance and resilience helped you achieve your goals in the music industry? Oh, it's, it's been, it's super important. You know, resilience, um, you get a lot of rejection in, this, yeah. in the entertainment industry. And I've had, I've dealt with quite a bit of rejection, you know, people saying no. But, you know, if you're patient and persistent, um, you know, it'll it'll work out. It always comes together um, when it's meant to. And, uh, you know, every, everything has its own time. So if someone says no, if you keep pushing and keep working, yeah. you'll get to a point where it's going to click for everyone and um, you never know where that can take you. My parents also taught me to be persistent. Um, yeah. And they, you know, if I'm ever feeling stressed or down about, you know, something not working out the way I wanted to, um, they're, always, they're like, no, well, you're... One door closed, another door opens. Just keep, you guys just got to keep working at it. Yep, love that. Um, from touring with big industry names such as Ed Sheeran and Vance Joy to being inspired by the likes of Usher and Beyonce, which artist has shaped your music the most? Oh, I guess that's a tough question. Which artist has shaped me the most? Yeah. I would say the one that's had the most influence on the way I sing would be uh, Destiny's Child. Yeah. Great pick. Um, Beyonce and Kelly Rowland and Michelle. Um, I I really love listening. I have their song. I can I, I never get tired of hearing their voices together. Um, so for me, that's I think they've had the most influences on the way I sing and the things that I do. Because um, I I tried to imitate them a lot as I was learning how to sing. Yeah. And um, even still now, if you listen very carefully, you can hear little things that maybe I don't try to do intentionally, but um, I. You know, I really love everything they do. Now, Bourgeois, before we finish up, uh, I've got a quick game I like to call. It's called The Fast Five. Uh, basically, it's a quick series of questions for you to answer so that I can get to know you a little better. Now, these are straightforward, yeah. so you don't need to overthink them. Just say whatever comes to mind. You ready to go? Yep, I'm ready. What's a song that you wish you had written? Oh, I wish I wrote um, Purple, Purple Rain by Prince. What's your favourite album of all time? My favourite album of all time is uh, Destiny's Fulfilled by Destiny's Child. What's a hobby or interest that you have outside of music? I like to go skateboarding. What's your favourite way to spend a day off? Skateboarding. <laughs> and finally, what's a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? I'd say just be patient. Thanks so much for your time, Budra. Congrats on the track. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It's good to chat.